Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversation with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This summer, click into cordless power with Memorial Day savings at the Home Depot. Tackle more than half an acre of grass with the convenience and gas-like power of the Ryobi 40-volt battery-powered mower. And keep your flower beds looking fresh with the 40-volt cordless string trimmer. Then clear leaves and debris with the 40-volt leaf blower. No cords, no gas, no hassle. Click into Memorial Day savings happening now at the Home Depot and on homedepot.com. How doers get more done. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Take a rest, Bears and Buccaneers. You can have the week off. Yes, bye weeks in week five. Two more teams not having to play. Of course, the Colts and Patriots already got things going on Thursday night with a showdown in Foxborough. That's uh, New England start to get on the right track, although I would argue they started to do that in week four of the NFL season when they laid waste to the Miami Dolphins. Welcome in. It is Fox Football Fantasy coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. It is our first Sunday in October in the National Football League season, so this is now when things start to get a little real. Your fantasy team may be 1-3, 0-4, sitting there at 2-2, two and two, not sure which way it should head, up or down. Well, the guy that's going to lift you to the highest of heights, and he's been doing it time and time again, is one Mike Harmon. There it is. There it is, the swell coming off a big college football Saturday, all the upsets, the Northwestern big comeback win to... From that deflating loss to Michigan to beat Michigan State on the road has me and my spirits lifted. Dan, I also went and saw Venom with the kids. Nice schlocky, cartoony film. Anybody is, don't even know what it is. Is it, is it an animated film? No, or no? Well, okay. it's part of the extended Marvel universe, which was <laughs> curious right. in that 
when you're going through the credits and it says in association with Marvel, you're pro- you're raising your eyebrow going, I'm not quite sure how this is going to fit because they're already distancing themselves. But it got the job done and it made for a nice easy day. Uh, add that to some lunch and and just general merriment and, and a lot of uh, bad television watching uh, while, while catching up on college football. It's a beautiful thing and, and a lot of big games today in the National Football League. A record was set last night. I'm not sure if you guys caught this. Ryan Dennis, our executive producer, Sam Kinsley, our technical producer, hanging out with us, Brian Finley at the anchor desk. A record was set last night. Did you guys Did you guys hear about it? Most guys jumping over a cage related to one match. No, That no. wasn't WWA. Eat, eat, Latest, yeah, yeah, yeah. a dinner was served at a uh, wedding reception. Yeah, ten thirty last night. Ten yes, thirty. The main, the main course came out here on the West Coast eight and a half hours ago. Wait, so a there it was. Ten thirty. That means congrats. Was, was there a <laughs> lot of drinking before that? I hope. There's a, a lot, lot of, of reception a lot of, time. A lot of dancing. A lot of a lot of appetizers. Ten thirty is when the main course made its way to the table. Yeah, interesting. One thirty Eastern time, ten thirty Pacific. The main course made it out. Anybody? But, uh, you're a reporter. Did you go back and try to get an answer as to what was going on there? <laughs> no, I I just was waiting for the uh, for the rice and the the beef and chicken to come on out. Sam and Dan, in in some European countries, you may not eat until ten or midnight. So sure, I guess you know, maybe just, so. Get with the times. Come it on. was a it was well. at ten thirty. I, I I actually got into a discussion with my wife. I said, no, I think this is it, because they kept on sending out appetizers. Oh, she goes, okay. no, there's more. And I'm like, I don't think so. I said, it's like quarter to 10. Did They're not going to be sending out more. Did she for you guys with sure the return reply card You know that said beef or chicken well, on th- it? Well, there was no choice. Oh, so there was, okay. Yeah, but which, which was that? fine. All of it was good. All of it was great. And I knew we had the early morning, but hey, we're not leaving until we get the food. <laughs> and it wasn't until 1030. <laughs> and then- you know, but then we had to get going. But. Well, it reminds me of my mid twenties. I mean, that's generally when you ate. <laughs> right. When you, I mean, yeah. I was working at Yahoo at that point and slinking out of the offices. Yeah, there was eating rapidly. There was there could have been a flashback there, but yeah, ten thirty last night p.m. dinner was served. Let's serve up some hot plays for week five of the National Football League, guys. You got to get in your lineup that you got to play because their matchups are just too good. Hot plays. Locked and loaded. I know we got rain in Kansas City, but let's line up some Blake Bortles action with the Chiefs giving up nearly 25 fantasy points per game to opposing quarterbacks. Why don't we slide D.D. Westbrook in as your third wide receiver as well. Good daily fantasy value. His uh, dollar amount for this week has not been adjusted to his rising portion of the Jaguars offense, so we get him in along the way. How about Cortland Sutton? Why? Because I want redemption. He got screwed. Because Emmanuel Sanders didn't look up for the ball during the swinging gate at the end of the game, leaving Sutton to be the villain. Now he has redemption against the New York football Jets. Some injuries on the Jets' defense. And just looking for the opportunity because his target count on a week-to-week basis has been rising. We're looking at Matt Breida. He's going to play today. You look at Arizona giving up nearly 32 fantasy points per game to running backs. Yes, I know it's per unit, but that's an awful lot of opportunity. You look at he's been very efficient. Obviously, we're keeping an eye on the injury status, but all signs early this morning are that he's a go. So we get him on, get him over, get him in. Matthew Stafford against the Packers, 262-plus passing yards every game this season, three straight multi-touchdown games. And you look at a Packers 
team, let's just face it, they're struggling would be the kind way to say it. Giving up. Uh, they're, they're solid against the pass right now, just 14 14th overall, giving up about 17 fantasy points per game. But this is one where it looks like Detroit at home should be able to hold serve, and we'll get into the cold sores in a moment with some cautionary tales. Aaron Jones on the other side of that matchup, though, 11 carries, 65 yards, and a score last week. It's a time to feed him the rock. It's time to sh- take Jamal Williams, shove him to the side. You've got a guy who runs with power and authority, between the tackles, everything Jamal Williams was supposed to do and hasn't. Jones coming off the suspension, had his best game of the week last week, uh, best best game of the year last week, coming up 82 total yards and the score against Buffalo. Give them a shot. Deion Lewis uh, going up against those Buffalo Bills, nine catches for 66 yards last week. You're looking at a Buffalo team, you're getting hit by running backs out of the backfield as receivers, nine targets per game, Dan. That game started at a uh... – Titans were favored by three, jumped up to five and a half in some spots. So people loving the Titans today going to Buffalo to face those Bills. Well, seeing as you and I could probably get a pretty good pass rush on Mr. (laughs) Allen right now, uh, it makes sense. Uh, We got the two tight ends in that bloated Pittsburgh-Atlanta line. We're looking at 58 is your total. But Austin Hooper's the guy to look at right now. Pittsburgh, 42 targets already to tight ends, giving up nearly 13 fantasy points Per game. Do you like Jesse James and Vance McDonald? Certainly like me some Vance McDonald. Yeah. Jesse James makes the all-name team, <laughs> but I don't know that he he's the guy in terms of the target yeah. distribution right now. Might fade him a little bit. If you're in a daily league, maybe you roll the dice, but you're also still getting decent value on McDonald. I've had a tough time figuring out the Falcons the last couple of years. I think I've got a good read on them this year. I feel good about when I see the Falcons the last couple of weeks, kind of understand who they are. They're three-and-a-half-point dogs today against the Steelers where I say, oh, okay, but it, it, Atlanta also can, for as crazy as it may seem for a team like that, they actually can travel better than people will give them credit for. Like their their game isn't just suited for indoors. I think that the 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 Falcons would be okay. Well, you add Calvin Ridley to things and what yeah. he's done the last three four weeks has been phenomenal. Hooper getting it done. You get Freeman back in some capacity today. Unfortunately, that takes the ceiling on Tevin Coleman down a little bit. But with a over under a fifty eight, and having watched <laughs> these two defenses through the right. first quarter of the season. Last guy, last team with the ball wins. There could be a lot of hot plays in that Steelers Falcons game today. Let's go to the other side of the coin. The guys that you got to keep out of the lineup that you don't want to touch, you don't want to see, you don't want anything to do with. Cold sores. All right, let's get it going. With Amari Cooper going up against the Chargers, odds and evens. He's like Brett Saberhagen in the mid to late 80s. <laughs> yeah, there's here you go. Timely baseball reference. Either a Cy Young or Bust was basically Saberhagen with Amari Cooper. In your odd weeks, three catches, 26 yards total. In your even weeks, 18 catches, 244 yards, and a mm. touchdown. With Hayward on him this week, it's an odd week. I'm out. <laughs> Let's leave him on the sidelines. Uh, LaShawn McCoy, just because people are still foolish enough to think he's a starter. He's got decent uh, touches. Yes, yes. He's terrible. Zero touchdowns. He's just a top 40 rushing yards in a game. He's no better than a desperation flex play at this point. You can find another option given some of these high-powered offenses. I'll take my shot with the second back in those games with the heavy over-unders. Just as you scratch in your head what happened two weeks ago against the Vikings, because last week then the Bills are skunked by the Packers, 
and everything is back to normal. And you just what what the heck happened week three? Not not only on the Bills sideline, but on the Vikings sideline. Vikings Still can't play scratcher. defense. Yeah. We know that. But you know, with the Packers, I like the fact that they were all salty that they left points on the board. Of course, they've also left every wide receiver at home uh, for all the injuries they have, but we'll get into that over the course of the day because let's talk about Aaron Rodgers. Not that you're going to sit him all together, but he's a back-end number one play going against Detroit. Even if everybody was healthy, he'd still be an interesting start this week. Looking at a Detroit team giving up just 14 fantasy points per game to opposing quarterbacks, eighth best in the National Football League. All the banged-up wide receivers, Ziggy Ansah is still out for the Lions, Uh, but they'll have Devontae Adams. They will have Jimmy Graham, and they will have a bevy of nice young targets, including uh, Valdez Scantling, who's on the radar as a deep play in your daily fantasy leagues and a wing uh, wing and a prayer kind of option for you. We go, keep going. Carlos Hyde against Baltimore. Baltimore giving up 88 total rushing yards at, per game, only one touchdown all year. Nick Chubb's got to start seeing more of a workload, right? Carlos Hyde averaging just 3.3 yards a carry. Even with the big run last week, Chubb didn't get as much run as you would have thought he would have. Hugh Jackson's a stubborn, stubborn man. Because remember, <laughs> if Terod Taylor hadn't gotten hurt, you wouldn't have seen Baker yeah, Mayfield. He would have been stubbornly clinging to that until his last breath as the coach of the Cleveland Browns. No question about it. We go back to Patrick Mahomes against the Jaguars. Again, given his brilliance, you can't sit him. But this is one where you're probably fine-tuning the rest of your roster and paying a little more attention at the splits more than you are because you're not setting and forgetting Mm -hmm. 25 points from Mahomes. Denver did a great job on him for half. We're able to pinch the edges, keep him in the pocket. As soon as that contain went down, well, you saw what he did in the, the latter stages of those games. Guys getting three or four more seconds in the secondary to wander around, break containment, and some easy passes. Question with Jacksonville? Does he have the formula to do it again? We'll have Sammy Watkins at his disposal uh, as of the latest report. So we have the opportunity there. Jay Ajayi against Minnesota. Their defense stinks, but they're pretty good against the run. Third best against opposing running backs again. Split backfield. I want no part of it. Uh, And Mark Ingram coming back off his suspension. I'm curious. You might see a point-blank range or two, a little goal line action. But Kamara's been dominant thus far. And Washington coming off a bye week, giving up only 83 rushing yards per game on the ground. I am not afraid to say that I was wrong about Alvin Kamara. I did not think that the Saints would use him as much as they did, did during not. Ingram's suspension. And boy, did they ever. I thought like, hey, they're going to they're gonna use Kamara like they used Kamara. Maybe a couple of more touches here and there. That was not the case. Best running back right now in fantasy football. Well, just look at what, the way they punched Drew Brees' owners in the face <laughs> last week, right? If you didn't get to watch that game and then you saw the point total as you scrolled through scores or maybe you saw it on the bottom of the ticker and you're like, all right, cool, I got at least a two or a three-pack out of Brees and you got a whole lot of nothing. The uh, Giants defense uh, can uh, do that to you as well when you just let Alvin Kamara run wild. He's Mike Carmen. I'm Dan Byer. This is Fox Football Fantasy. We have one more thing left to do here. Our first mystery man clue of the morning. A guy that you want to get in your lineup, that you want to play, but we want you to figure it out. Mike Carmen gives you some clues, and then you take care of the rest. What's clue number one for the, our mystery man for week five? Sixth year in the National Football League. All Since right. he was drafted, only two players from his college have been selected. 
Oh, all right. A sixth-year vet coming from a school that you don't hear a lot about in the National Football League. I'll summarize it like that. Get Mike on Twitter, at Swollen Dome. I'm at Dan Beyer on Fox. We'll answer your questions on Twitter. There's just one caveat, if you will. You got to follow us. That, yeah. That's as simple as that. Just like Kyle Roloff, who tweets in already today, he's got uh, Latavius Murray, Alfred Blue as possibilities today. today. But he's also got the likes of Derrick Henry, Tevin Coleman, Buck Allen, a guy that I know you like, Philip Lindsay, Kev- Kenyon Drake. As the Dolphins face the Cincinnati Bengals, do you like Latavius Murray with Dalvin Cook status up in the air against the Eagles at all? Yeah, with Dalvin Cook most likely not to go, we'll go up against those Philadelphia Eagles. Sorry, Ryan Dennis, uh, you're going to have to get over it. Uh, you know what your team is. So the opportunity does present itself here uh, for a big workload. Philadelphia thus far, they are stout against the opposing rushers, no question, fewer than 10 fantasy points allowed per game but anytime a guy's going to see 12 to 15 touches he's got to jump to the front of the line because the rest of that that list very difficult Coleman would have been the play but with Freeman coming back I don't know if it's an everybody plays everybody scores everybody's in your lineup situation Mm -hmm. it's close so between Coleman and Murray I think I give Murray the slight edge Again, he's Mike Carmen. I'm Dan Byer. This is Fox Football Fantasy. You can always listen to the show on the iHeartRadio app and find the show on iTunes. Just subscribe to Fox Sports Radio Weekends and download the show every single week. We're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, and they say everything is bigger in Texas. We'll tell you why that's apropos in Week 5 next year on Fox Football Fantasy. Fox Football Fantasy, he's Mike Harmon. I'm Dan Byer. So glad to have you with us. Reach us on Twitter. I'm at Dan Byer on Fox. Mike, they can get you at. Find me over at Swollen Dome. Hey, Dan, great news. There's a quick way you could save money. You can switch to Geico. Go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you can save 15% or more on car insurance. Fresh off of your hot place and cold source for week five, Doc Diggler tweets in, Pat Mahomes or Big Ben Roethlisberger today? Big Ben all day, all night long with a tasty over under a 58 and really a curious matchup. I mean, one, I think we all want to watch between Kansas city and Jacksonville. I just don't know that I want a lot of stock in the fantasy side of that game today. Even if I would be more apt as you have one of your hot plays to take a Jacksonville secondary receiver like DD Westbrook, than maybe someone like Sammy Watkins today. Just because, I don't know, maybe maybe Jalen Ramsey does shut down Tyree Kill. I don't know how much we're even going to see them matched up on each other. However, the fact is, is at least with that Chiefs defense, you could maybe see Jacksonville making some hay. I'm not sure it's going to happen the other way around, which actually leads us to one other tweet. Adam Wassum tweets in, D.D. Westbrook or Marvin Jones Jr., who looks like he's going to play for the Lions today against the Packers. Yeah, Marvin Jones Jr. is going to be the third of those receivers for me uh, in Detroit, right? You're looking at... Golden Tate had a monster game last week. A lot of people nervous about his injury status. 12 targets and a big game for him. And then you look at Galladay, looks to be the the guy who's obviously taken more of the reps and targets from Jones even before any kind of injury concerns. So I'm going to lean the other way. I'm going to go with Westbrook and take the targets and hope for a slip of a DB and a big play. The Houston Texans are home tonight to the Dallas Cowboys on Sunday night football, 8.20 Eastern time. Cowboys making the move, placing Travis Frederick on injured reserve. He's not going to be around for a while. Terrence Williams also getting the IR designation. 
You mentioned Lamar Miller off the top of the show to give you an update on the Texans running back. He's a game-time decision, but not likely to go. A chest injury that could force him to miss tonight's game. And it's a big game on a lot of reasons. It's not going to be NFC Championship rematch big game, but this is a big game for the simple fact of these are two coaches that we don't know if they're going to be in the National Football League next year. Jason Garrett's hot seat is is starting to sizzle a bit with the Cowboys, even though they're coming off of a of a win last week against Detroit. Bill O'Brien and the Texans finally get their first win, thanks in part to the fourth down play for Frank Reich and the Colts to not settle for the tie and just end up losing the game. So the Texans at least are are heavy win in the win column, but it's not like you're sitting there saying, all right, the Texans have righted the ship. So the loser of this game, the pressure in Texas gets even is even higher on one of these two head coaches as the Cowboys take on the Texans tonight. Maybe Bill O'Brien wants to go back and dominate some college football again. I, I don't know, but certainly last week, I, I like the Frank Reich decision. Not to editorialize too much and go into you know, last week's play, but you're already depleted with so many injuries in Indianapolis you know you're not playing for the playoffs, so why not try to win the guy over over in the locker room and say, I believe in you. Sure. If nothing else, we get out a tie. At best, we hit a broken play, and, and we win this thing. But the, the other side of the coin is this that we're talking about, is that the Texans, without that decision, are a winless team right? in the National o, Football o, three League. 3-1, yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. so, so the, the Bill O'Brien situation with what the Texans have, and it's going to be on full display tonight, you're going to get a you're going to get a full look at what the uh, what, what the Houston Texans are all about, and at times it hasn't been great with a, a roster that has great players. We know about Clowney and Watt on, on defense. We know about Watson and Hopkins on offense. To be as bad as the Texans are record-wise, I, I think that tonight is a really big game for the Houston Texans. Another one. Uh, Over-under on this one's 45. When you look at... Watson, probably at the back end of your top 10 in terms of your fantasy rankings. Looking at Dallas, they're they're middle of the pack in terms of fantasy points allowed to opposing quarterbacks at 17 per game. This is one where I'm, I'm feeding Ezekiel Elliott until he can't eat anymore. That's it. <laughs> that, that I'm running up the gut. I'm giving it out on a quick flare out and hoping he can make some yak uh, and make something happen. It's curious here, you know, Dak Prescott, I, I think based on his valuation, might be a nice contrarian play Yeah, for the daily fantasy world that you might get a jailbreak play or two because you know they're bringing the heat, right? We've talked all along about how much different this Dallas offensive line is than it was two years ago. Hell, it was depleted last year, and it was still better than what we're seeing this year, the loss of Frederick being absolutely immense to all of it, that you might just bring the house and one or two busted plays makes all the difference in the world. On the other side, Watson's in your lineup. Hopkins is in your lineup. Will Fuller's a deep number three. Alfred Blue shows up as a mid to late number two running back. But again, like the Kansas City-Jacksonville game, one I'm really eager to watch to see mm-hmm. how it plays out. I just don't know how much skin in the game I want. It, it's not like Dak Prescott has faced the 85 Bears or the Purple People Eaters in his in their game so far. Carolina's defense may not be Carolina's defense of the past. It was also a week one. He had a road game at Seattle. Detroit, one of the better teams, at least against the pass in the National Football League. 
Maybe there's something to it. Maybe Dak Prescott ends up contributing to Detroit stats in that matter. But the point is this. If tonight's going to be if, if there's ever going to be a game where you break through as a as a thrower or as a passer, tonight's gotta be it for Dak Prescott and the Cowboys. Twenty one fantasy points a game allowed to opposing quarterbacks, ten touchdowns, just one pick for that Houston secondary thus far. Cowboys and Texans, eight twenty Eastern time tonight. I mentioned the Vikings and Eagles. Dalvin Cook not likely to go for Minnesota. Considered a game time decision, so you want to prep for that. But now you got a team it's it's not a must win for either team. I think both teams are actually are in divisions where you can still say that they're gettable. Things are things are okay, whether it be the NFC East, mm-hmm. whether it be the NFC North, no matter how great Mitchell Trubisky and the Chicago Bears are going to be rolling, things are still gettable, but it just makes the uphill climb that more difficult if you don't get that win today if you're Minnesota or Philadelphia. Philadelphia, field goal favorite at home. You're looking at the opportunity, Kirk Cousins, putting up huge numbers and then doing some of the things that drove Jay Gruden nuts and things that he still writes about in his diary and sometimes puts out in the press. Of Hey, look what that guy was to us uh, with some big turnovers and the fumble issues that remain. But Thielen and Diggs, Lock steady as they go. Top 15 wide receivers have digs a couple of slots higher here going up against Philly, giving up nearly 30 fantasy points per game to opposing wide receivers, fifth most in the National Football League, already six touchdowns allowed. Uh, For the Eagles, I've got to look at Carson Wentz, and even though it's been uneven thus far, he's got Alshon Jeffrey back, you got Nelson Aguilar, and you look at that Minnesota defense, I don't know what kind of speech anybody's given, right? There's talk that, hey, the coordinator went over and he talked to the – that's going to solve anything? He can't play. <laughs> he can't pick up for Anthony Barr in coverage. There's still going to be some problems in the back seven. Your point about Jeffrey and Aguilar being available for the Eagles and, and Jeffrey, of course, dinged up early on in the season. The Eagles have the fewest – percentage of wide receiver targets in the NFL of any team. They're throwing to the tight ends and they're throwing to the running backs more than anybody else in the NFL. Maybe this is the week to turn that around if you're the Philadelphia Eagles. Get a little bit of a quick release playing some teams that are trying to get at you aggressively. Obviously, the early issues for Nick Foles. And then when you look at Carson Wentz, you want to see how mobile he is, right? So you're going to bring the house. So this week, you know, you're going against a team that hasn't had a pass rush, right? The Everson-Griffin situation, uh, we hope he's got the help that he needs and can get his way back onto the field. But his absence takes away one of their big pass rush opportunists, and they've had zero effort coming at at opposing quarterbacks through the first quarter of the season. As you said, it's a field goal difference in this game. You play them on a neutral field. It would be a a pick if you will, between the Eagles and Vikings. I just don't think – you see the same things play out. And I know that there are different faces and different players, but even though this is really the, what, a span of five games that these these teams have played since they last played a meaningful game against each other in the NFC Championship, I don't think it plays out like that game did in January. Worlds apart, man. The, yeah. the personnel has changed over so much, the number of injuries. And we, we've, we talk about it in season, right, where you have a stretch of a couple of games that come back and physically, and we see it in college, certainly, right? The after effects of running into an Alabama or one of those teams that two to three weeks later, you're realizing how many injuries you've sustained. Yeah. It's it's the same thing here, that the cumulative effect of running deep into the playoffs and even winning a Super Bowl 
there, there's ramifications that follow you into the next year. He's Mike Harmon. I'm Dan Beyer. This is Fox Football Fantasy. You can always reach us on Twitter. I'm at Dan Beyer on Fox. Mike, they can get you at. Find me over at Swollen Dome. Will we still have two unbeatens after week five in the National Football League? We answer that question after Brian Fenley gives us the latest of what's happening in the world of sports. Good morning, Brian. Good morning, guys. Thank you so much for having me. Welcome if, aboard. Hey, thank you so much. It's an absolute honor to be here. What's uh, what's happening in college football, Major League Baseball, and of course, the National Football League. The National Football League. Well, injury news as we approach that 1 p.m. Eastern kickoff. Vikings running back Dalvin Cook is not expected to play because of a hamstring injury. Bengals running back Joe Mixon has been activated. However, his teammate Giovanni Bernard is a no-go. Chiefs wide receiver Sammy Watkins hoping to play through a hamstring injury, according to NFL Network's Ian Rappaport. And as you guys had mentioned, Texans running back Lamar Miller, a game-time decision. In college football, late last night, Utah stunning number 14 Stanford. There were three upsets in the top 10. Texas over number 7 Oklahoma, Florida taking down 5th-ranked LSU, and Mississippi State beating number 8 Auburn. And two MLB playoff games today. Rockies at Brewers, 4.37 Eastern time on MLB Network. Milwaukee up 2-0 in that series. And the Dodgers in Braves country, 8.07 Eastern on Fox Sports 1. LA ahead, two games to none. And uh, guys, back to you. I'm Brian Fenley. Thanks, Brian. We appreciate it. Of course, the Brewers and Dodgers can go for sweeps today. Yankees and Red Sox even up at a game apiece. So that divisional series, uh, interesting to say the least in the American League as the Yankees got one last night in Boston off of, yep, you guessed it, David Price. Nice effort, David Price, uh, but his confidence not shaken. See, I love that people keep trying to push the narrative that, ah, it's not enough of a sample size. Like, no, 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 clearly there's some yeah. problem, right? When Once we start getting into the number of starts that he's had against this team and the number of playoff starts that he's had, there's something there. Oh yeah, right? it's it's no, it's not like it's a one every three year or some small sample size. And I know statistically speaking, for all you people going back to your school days and what constitutes uh, a, a proper sample size for a survey or anything else, I think we have it for David Price at this point. It's a thing, and it was talked about this summer in New York in June. It's a thing, and the Yankees know it. And last night they proved it. To even up that series at a game apiece. This is Fox Football Fantasy. He's Mike Harmon. I'm Dan Bayer. We're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. I just, Mike, I'm just saying this because I just have a sense. I know it's easy to take recent history and go back and say, okay, this is happening. This is what I've seen over the last four weeks. I know that the Rams have been dominant in the National Football League, and I know that the Seahawks aren't what the Seahawks once were, but to have a team be more than a touchdown favorite on the road in Seattle gets my ears perked up. I think the Rams actually today will have more of a, a more difficult time with the Seahawks than people would want to imagine, but I'll tell you what, so far the Rams have really had no difficulty whatsoever. Sans a First 30 minutes against the Raiders, which served as their preseason. Right. This team has been rolling ever since. No, that's just it. It was their preseason effort to get things started. We look at Seattle, how much the loss of Earl Thomas plays in, right? He played mm-hmm. magnificent football uh, before flipping the bird to the sideline and being carted off. Surgery successful and, and everything. We, we get those reports earlier today on terms of the rod insertion and everything. Uh, gruesome details, but... 
Uh, he should, with rehab, probably be able to get back onto an NFL field. But his loss now becomes the question of what does that do for the the Seahawks defense? Because you got to pick your poison, right? You got three guys. Oh, and that Todd Gurley character yeah. to contend with. I'm with you though. When you're looking at seven or seven and a half, wherever you came in on the line, uh, it seems pretty lofty. Seattle for all of its issues and all of the the scuttlebutt and consternation and all the stories we've had in in media. Defensively, they've played pretty well. And for fantasy purposes, it, it, it bears out. You're looking at six best, best against quarterbacks, 11th best against running backs, and so obviously the wide receiver and tight end position fall in line therein. So the opportunity here on a road game, the, always looking for where where's there a potential for a letdown. Yes. And, and where an opponent has, with a little bit of an early push, a decided advantage. You look at Seattle – primed for potentially the upset spot here, or at least to make things difficult for Jared Goff and company. It will be interesting to see if Seattle can give some resistance to that Rams offense, which you said is with with the three-headed monster of, of Woods, Cup, and Cooks, and then you throw in Todd Gurley. And it's really those four guys. It's something that, that we've talked about on this show. You're not going to hear a lot of Jared Goff has thrown it to eight different guys. No. Like, like that's, that's not going to happen. It's going to be one of those four likely doing the damage for the Rams. And if the Seahawks can run the ball in what is the, just their second home game of the season, they, they control the clock against the Cowboys in their first home game of the year, use Chris Carson a lot in that game. He didn't play week four, comes back, will play this week. Expect Seattle to really try to run, churn the clock, and get that running game going against the Rams. Well, that's the big question here is you've got a guy like Mike Davis, uh, 25 touches over 120 yards and two scores from out of of the leads, and now you have Carson back. So potentially with that, it it should settle in for, for Russell Wilson. Not that he's an offensive juggernaut right now, 20th among quarterbacks for fantasy purposes, and a guy that you're probably sitting down today waiting to see how it plays out, uh, Lockett and, and Marshall and whatever you have going, you're not going to play them. But this is one where I think they might be able to muddy it up a little bit mm-hmm. with the with that attitude and, and with that game plan that you, you you propose. And now it's it's imperative that someone's got to show resistance to this offense at some point, right? It's, they're not going to run rough shot over the league to this level. But as soon as you've got a Cooper Cup – trailing with a linebacker trailing yeah. as they have. I mean, that that's the beauty of the offense, right, is you're always finding, all right, which guy gets matched up with the slow linebacker that now has to try to keep up across, scraping across the middle. There's just nobody that's going to be able to do it. Something that the Seahawks will have to figure out today, the Jaguars and Chiefs and the other matchup featuring the other unbeaten in the National Football League. They are Kansas City. They are home. They are likely going to have Sammy Watkins today. Uh, despite the questionable tag. But here come the Chiefs on a short week, but at least they're at home taking on Jacksonville today. There could be some resistance from the Jacksonville defense, as we touched on earlier. Overall, uh, and the over-under on this one is really kind of curious to me, all the way up at 48-and-a-half. I mean, I don't know how much of that is just the Kansas City defense has been so putrid. But you look at Jacksonville coming in, Blake Bortles worth a look-see going up against that Kansas City secondary. We talked about D.D. Westbrook a little bit. No Leonard Fournette, so Yeldon gets the play. Probably more a mid-to-back-end number two 
Uh, and if you've got more consistent options, I'd run that way because we've seen Yeldon flop in big spots before. But for the Kansas City offense, Mahomes, you, you look at it, I, I think the while Sammy Watkins may not factor in in a big way statistically to where you can safely play him for fantasy purposes, his his arrival and his availability is huge, right? We saw it with Denver last week. That's one more speed guy on the outside mm-hmm. you didn't have to contend with. And now it's a muddy track, so that might throw everything off altogether. But Denver was able to corral more in a man-to-man situation the Kansas City offensive threats and beat up Travis Kelsey over the middle because you didn't have Watkins running back yeah. and forth. I think that helped a lot of that game and 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 didn't factor into a lot of the, the breakdown post. Uh, but we, we saw eventually Mahomes gets free, and with that cannon of an arm, all, he's, all he needs is a quarter of a second of, of to flash open, and, and you've got a completion and opportunity. So back-end number one play for him, absolutely. Uh, and that 48-and-a-half in play, especially when you go to VegasScoresAndOdds.com, you can get free winners daily going to VegasCovers.com. That's VegasCovers.com. One quick one for you before yes, we sir. go. Big Ben or Phillip Rivers? Big, big ben, ben and the Steelers big against ben. the Falcons, Rivers against the Raiders. Big Ben, Big Ben, Big Ben. Phillip Rivers, uh, number seven on my board this week, but Big Ben sitting atop. He's Mike Harmon. I'm Dan Byer. This is Fox Football Fantasy. You can always listen to the show on the iHeartRadio app and do just like Jason Seidel did. Get us on Twitter. I'm at Dan Byer on Fox. You can get Mike over at Swollen Dome as we're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Coming up next, it's the return of one back. From a ban. We'll tell you who's back on the field next year on Fox Football Fantasy. Fox Football Fantasy. He's Mike Harmon. He's a beauty. Thanks, I'm Dan buddy. Beyer. Yes. Glad to have you with us as we get you set for week five here on Fox Football Fantasy. The NFL season rolling along, and already Nick Barnes needs some help. Right. Desperation time. That's okay? never good in week five, but sure. <laughs> Let's see if we could save Nick, who's trying to decide Robbie Anderson of the Jets or Marquise Goodwin, who's been dinged up for the San Francisco 49ers. Punt check. Uh, I don't know that I want either of them. Uh, perhaps uh, Robbie Williams or Robbie Anderson, sorry. Now I'm, it's all right. I've, I've got that. conflating. No, I'm, yeah. I was looking at Mike Williams' numbers because uh, he's a guy that's come up in a couple of Twitter uh, things that I had from earlier this morning. Uh, but the when you look at Anderson, he's he's not going to jail, uh, and he's not going to get suspended. So I guess those are two things working to his advantage for you. I think right now I'd be looking at the waiver wire uh, for other options. You know, you look, you can roll the dice on Washington today for Pittsburgh. Uh, if you want to go down that route, you've got Ryan Grant or one of those, you know, one of those secondary receivers, Chester, uh, Chester Rogers. Even though he had a couple of cr- crucial, miserable drops yeah. <laughs> in that game, uh, you know, because Andrew Luck doesn't throw it beyond twenty yards too often. Twice he tried to do it to Rogers and bounced off his chest. One in the end zone, one that would have been a, a huge pass completion. But you know, the targets are certainly there. Uh, for for him, obviously that doesn't help you for today's games as he's already played. But uh, out of those two, I'll give Anderson a, a slight up to. Yeah, and if it's not today, it's never. How about that? That sounds there you go. perfect. That, that's about time. Uh, Waiver is, wire, otherwise. He is Mike Harmon. I'm Dan Byer. One mystery man clue already revealed. He's a sixth year veteran in the National Football League. 
and since he's been in the league, there have only been two other players from his college to enter the NFL. What is clue number two for our mystery man? Clue number two for our mystery man. He has caught successfully 86% of his targets this season. Ooh, that's pretty good. That's not too bad. Mystery man clue number two here on Fox Football Fantasy. It's someone you got to get in your lineup. We're just giving you clues to who that person may be. Speaking of clues, uh, I think the Saints running game is going to be improving over the next couple of weeks like it even needs any more improvement. As one, Mark Ingram is back. Yes, return of the back. Mark Ingram (laughs) back from his four-game suspension playing for the Saints tomorrow night against the Washington Redskins. Return of the back. Return of the back. Mark Ingram's back for the Saints. How much karaoke did you sing in Vegas this week? <laughs> there, there wasn't a lot. There, well, actually, there, there, there wasn't, there wasn't any. Oh. You, notice how, you notice how we went to the 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 uh, the twang again of, if you will, is that a twang for Mark Morrison? <laughs> Everybody does it. Nobody <laughs> sings it in their own voice. No, you can't. Uh, return of the back, Mark Ingram's back for the Saints uh, this week. Of course, they have Alvin Kamara, as we talked about, taking on the Redskins on Monday night. Middle number two running back this week for Ingram. Obviously, upside potential in terms of the red zone opportunities uh, that may avail of themselves. When you look at Washington overall, uh, defensively, they've been pretty stout uh, opportunities. here. only 110 yards uh, per game, uh, rushing yards allowed, plus one touchdown. That's for the season to opposing running backs. They've done a hell of a job uh, thus far. But for the Saints, Drew Brees, you expect him to get his record and everybody will do the the wave and the pomp and circumstance. And now it's a question of beyond Michael Thomas, who's catching the football mm-hmm. for him, right? It's been a lot of Camara. Yeah, uh, and no the, and Ted, Ginn. Touch. Yeah. Ted Ginn pops up on the radar and disappears as quickly as he did. Cam Meredith had his one touchdown reception, and then he disappeared. So I think it's Drew Brees, Thomas, Camara little bit deeper you got Ingram, but otherwise those secondary receivers and even Benjamin Watson are guys that are falling to the wayside. Yeah, Gint's going to miss the game because of a bum knee. Saints have a bye in week six. Falcon Steelers, we've touched on here and there. I, I just essentially, Big Ben in, James Conner in, Antonio Brown in, Juju Smith-Schuster yes. in, Vance McDonald in, Calvin Ridley in, Julio Jones in, Matt Ryan in. Am I am I going wrong anywhere? Uh, Devontae Freeman is back. We could have done a return of the back no, that's with Devontae true. Freeman, him and Tevin Coleman in that backfield. Uh, just a lot of guys to play in Pittsburgh. Yeah, both number twos uh, when you look at Coleman and Freeman coming back. Uh, probably more a flex option for you there. And then I give a, a little bit of love. Uh, we'll get Austin Hooper in All right, along, there you along go. the way as a, a deeper tight end play. Hey, you know what? Fox Football Fantasy brought to you by Discover. Become a new card member, and Discover card will match all the cash back you've earned dollar for dollar at the end of your first year. Learn more at discover.com slash match. Limitations apply. Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers don't have many weapons heading to Motown. How will that fare for the green and gold? We'll tell you next year on Fox Football Fantasy. Week 5 is here in the National Football League, rolling along with some intriguing matchups, including a home game. That's a road game for the L.A. Chargers. Yes, the Chargers pumping in crowd noise at practice this week as they prepare for the large contingent 
of the silver and black in the black hole to make its way to Carson, California. That That's quite interesting. One of the big stories, right? Obviously, here in Los Angeles, where we bring you uh, Fox Football Fantasy uh, from the Geico Studios. We appreciate you giving us a few minutes of your Sunday morning uh, as you're heading to and from services. Um, you know, if you do slip in there, uh, say one extra for us. Uh, but also, you know, sitting around having coffee, breakfast, whatever. We we appreciate you taking some time with us. Uh, for the Chargers also, uh, the policies of no beer sales after halftime, only one per customer when you get in line. I mean, there's a lot, a lot that rolls into Raiders week that changes the complexion <laughs> of things. Uh, and certainly for the Raiders, uh, a huge spot uh, after blowing games early in the season, right? leads through three quarters week after week. They finally get uh, on the right side of things with a little bit of help from the officiating against Cleveland. And now you come against a Chargers squad that still finding itself in some regards defensively. No Joey Bosa still. So the pass rush hasn't quite found its its home. So for Derek Carr, should have some opportunities downfield. Obviously a difficult one-on-one matchup for Amari Cooper. But Jared Cook has been everything that you expected him to be well, many years ago when yeah. he came into the into the league, uh, but finally flashing here, Marshawn Lynch, and still your your bell cow in the backfield for the Chargers. Mike Williams, a little bit of a difficult matchup on the outside. Raiders have been pretty good against outside receivers. Look more to uh, Keenan Allen in the slot, and obviously they've been awful against opposing running backs, giving up twenty fantasy points per game. So that's where uh, you would expect the Chargers to make hay early. Here's a note on Jared Cook. A lot of people didn't want to buy it because we've seen Jared Cook have great week ones and then have nothing the rest of the season. And that's what many people were worried about, having the great week one against the Rams. Well, last week, magnificent performance in that win over the Cleveland Browns. Jared Cook is one of four tight ends that have two or more games this year with double-digit targets this season. Check out this list. Zach Ertz, Travis Kelsey, and Eric Ebron are the others. Even Gronk doesn't have the double-digit targets in, in multiple games for this season. So it tells you how valuable right now someone like Jared Cook is to the Raiders. Yeah, coming into the week, you, you're looking at him number two in receptions with 26, already almost 400 receiving yards <laughs> for fan, for fantasy points purposes, number one, even ahead of Travis Kelsey uh, of the Chiefs with their explosive offense. And so. before. Before we get to the hot plays, one more on this game because we've been getting a lot of tweets on Phillip Rivers in this matchup. AJ's got Phillip Rivers and the Chargers going up against the Raiders or Kirk Cousins and the Vikings taking on the Eagles. I am going to take Phillip Rivers going up against the Oakland Raiders, even if it's just a couple of flare-outs to Gordon and to Eckler uh, that you're going to make some hay that way. Antonio Gates, still the snap count lower than you, you want it to be as he rounds himself mm-hmm. into shape right after missing all of the preseason, but still a red zone threat when you get down to it. They will put up points in this game. No Travis Benjamin for the Bolts, but you still have Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, and Terrell Williams as well. Yeah, your total sitting at about 53. I'm expecting some points to, to fly up on the board here. How about some great points in just a sec after we tell you that today's show is coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. Let's do it. Let's get the guys you got to get in your lineup rolling. Must plays for week five. Let's do it, Mike Harmon. Hot plays. Oh, I talked over him. Do it again, Sam. Hot plays. There it is. Uh, Anybody with a 
Falcons or Steelers logo on their helmet. <laughs> How's that? Hot play. Check. Uh, or the Except for the defenses, of course. Matthew Stafford going up against Green Bay. Three straight multi-touchdown games. At least 262 passing yards each game this year. Look at him against the, the Packers when you look at their uh, their efforts. 14th against uh, opposing quarterbacks, which is solid production uh, for the defense thus far, but looking for them to control this game. Unless Aaron Jones, another hot play, has his way. 11 carries, 65 yards, finished with a touchdown, 82 total yards last week against Buffalo. Expect him to get a bigger workload. I'm distracted by the rhythmic movements yeah, of Dan Byer in the along. studio. Getting a little dance on, a little cardio to get his Sunday. Yeah, feeling it, no question about it. Kenny Stills going up against Cincinnati. Three catches on six targets last week for 40 yards. Looking at Cincinnati, 10th most points allowed to opposing wide receivers. Of course, Atlanta did a lot of that damage in that shootout last week. Uh, but looking uh, for a little bit of a contrarian daily fantasy play, Ryan Tannehill Ooh. as your quarterback. Because Cincinnati, uh, as we've seen, they'll give up, they're scoring a bunch of points. But defensively, uh, they've been susceptible. Vontez Burfecht does come back today. We'll see if he can avoid finding himself back in trouble with the league office for roughing the passer or any of those penalties <laughs> that we've seen before. Uh, Matt Breida uh, going up against the Arizona Cardinals. They're giving up nearly 32 fantasy points a game to opposing running backs. You look at Breida, at least 12 touches in each game this year. Back-to-back 100-yard games before leaving with injury last week. We get him back in this week. Cortland Sutton, the GOAT for some last week, failing on the hook and lateral. Well, or a swinging gate or whatever you want to call it. Uh, three catches, sixty, uh, three out of six for 51 last week. Going up against the Jets, they'll try to cover Demarius Thomas a little bit more. I think Sutton's starting to emerge it, uh, out of his shadows just a little bit. Deion Lewis uh, as the receiver. Forget about running the ball. Forget about that. Derrick Henry, we don't want any part of that. But Deion Lewis as a receiver, nine catches last week. Buffalo, nine targets per game to opposing running backs Mm. thus far this season. So we get him on and over and in. Bit of a contrarian as well, Jared Goff, because the numbers would say don't do it. You're not going to stop him. Yeah, right. Right? So don't don't overanalyze it and be afraid. If he takes his lumps, he takes his lumps. And finally, uh, a couple of tight ends, Ricky Seals-Jones going up against San Francisco. San Francisco giving up 11.5. Fantasy points per game to opposing tight ends. This is an opportunity for Josh Rosen uh, to just yell hot route and get the ball out fast. And then I mentioned the Atlanta-Pittsburgh side of things. Uh, Austin Hooper, because you're trying to find some value at the tight end position, which has been very difficult thus far. Most of your would-be set-it-and-forget-it guys have either been hurt or have just underperformed to this point. I'm in a league. My buddy threw this together. It's kind of like a suicide Mm -hmm. league, but you – you're not eliminated from the competition, but you can only take a guy once throughout the year and at each position. I like it. Like tight end is, you're, you're trying to find guys. <laughs> so, you, you know, you could use the Ertz and Kelsey, but you can't use them again. So at tight end, you're trying to find different guys. Austin Hooper could be a play this week. Maybe you want Jeff Swaim. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe you want How about Christian McCaffrey? He came walking to work today. I mean, he'll be a top three play. He's not a guy you were ever considering benching. But he wore a Rockies jersey. Does that downgrade him, in your opinion? Ooh, Noted Wisconsin you know you know man, uh, Dan Byer. I'm going to bench him. I'm, I've got Christian McCaffrey. 
He's now benched on my team, yes, with that Rockies jersey. They really held the camera on him for quite a while. I was just trying to get your attention. I'm like, look, look, he's spitting on you, uh, Dan Byer. Was it a Larry Walker jersey? Or they do you think it was a sh- Nolan Arenado, like throwback, <laughs> or do you go current? They did not show the uh, reverse. Uh, let's get to the cold sores for week five of the National Football League. These are guys you don't want to touch, you don't want to see. Keep them out of your lineup. Cold sores. Ready, highbrow analysis. Amari Cooper's in an odd week. And I mean odd. Yeah, week not, one not and three, he's been terrible. Yeah, one and three, he's been terrible. Two and four, he's been phenomenal. This week, he's got Casey Hayward on him. Uh, I'll look for the t- secondary and tertiary options, and particularly Jared Cook being bigger weapons for Derek Carr this week. Uh, we take Marcus Mariota against Buffalo. I'm curious to see how he follows up last week's performance, 390 total yards, three total touchdowns. You look at Buffalo, still fairly solid, 13th best against opposing quarterbacks thus far this season. Uh, the emergence of Corey Davis has the fantasy world excited because you're trying to find new number one wide receivers that break out. He's a tough play, though, because Buffalo's been pretty good against the Split ends uh, as we go. Uh, a couple of cautionary tales at the quarterback position. In other words, they're down markedly from where you'd normally see them in the rankings, and that's Mahomes at home against Jacksonville. I'm not going to bench him outright, even with those gaudy numbers from Jacksonville, but certainly we're not expecting 30 points going up against this squad. Uh, and then you have Aaron Rodgers with his bevy of injured wide receivers. Devontae Adams still supposed to be able to go. Geronimo Allison downgraded. Now they've added another injury. So if he had one of those, you know, operation games going on, yeah. we got a lot of flashing parts for Geronimo Allison. Cobb's already out. Robert Brooks and Jeff Query also out for Ooh, Green Bay. Ooh, a Robert yeah. Brooks sighting. <laughs> there you go. There you Nicely go. done. All right, let's keep going. LaShawn McCoy, no reason to start him. Uh, starter in name only. Don't live in the past. Zero touchdowns. Yet to top 40 rushing yards in a game this season. Carlos Hyde against Baltimore. I got to think Nick Chubb, maybe even Duke Johnson. Remember when Hugh Jackson talked about Duke Johnson needing more touches? Didn't give them to him. Uh, Nick Chubb says the same thing. We'll see if he's a liar. Uh, but Carlos Hyde, 3.4 yards per carry against the Baltimore front. Jimmy Smith comes back. To that secondary as well. I want no part of it. The Hugh Jackson is like me being like, I got to clean up my closet. And then three weeks later, I still haven't done it. Every time I go in there, I'm like, I got to clean this out. Got to clean this out. Just never do it. Just remember this, though. For Carlos Hyde owners, if you want to just take some stock in in Hugh Jackson, he's a very stubborn man. He would have never benched Tyrod Taylor, Tyrod Taylor, had he not gotten injured and concussed. You would have never seen Baker Mayfield. If I was a Carlos Hyde owner, I'd hide and seek someone else to play. Yes! Yes, there we go. Seek and destroy. All right. Uh, Jay Ajayi going up against Minnesota. Can't stop the pass. Can't find a pass rush. But they are third best against opposing runners thus far this season. Why? Because you haven't needed to. They just wing the ball around. Russell Wilson against the Rams. 20th ranked fantasy quarterback after four weeks of play. Another one of those contrarian daily Mm -hmm. fantasy leagues. Because if this thing does open up, he'll find his numbers. We've seen him do that in the past. Just a question of trying to determine which of the outlets there is in the receiving game worthiest of a start. Let's get to our final mystery man clue of the day. The first two clues. Sixth-year veteran and only two players from his college have entered the NFL since he entered the league six years ago and has what caught 86% of his targets. That is right. The final clue is 
final clue, he finished sixth all-time at his college with with 119 catches and starred at the Senior Bowl. Okay, all right, there it is. Your mystery man clue. We got to go on the rewind. Week five. We've gotten some guesses. And Michael tweets in. I always get Michael's last name wrong. Leviste, hasta leviste is the uh, Twitter handle. I would say he says John Brown, but didn't wasn't John Brown last week? We did. We, we've we've done John Brown. Ago? Yeah, yeah. As much as I'd like to bring it back and just pull a, an old uh, page out of the notebook, no, John Brown's not our guy this week. How about this dilemma from Justin Vance, Carson Wentz, or Aaron Rodgers? I cannot believe that we are at a state where we're saying or Rodgers, but that's where we are in fantasy football. Even though the Ranks are depleted. Adam's still expected to go. You still got Jimmy Graham. We'll look for some of these rookies to take up a little bit. I think you're going to run the ball quite a bit, to be honest with you. I think you see a lot of Aaron Jones in this game, some more Jamal Williams, see if you can control clock and work that way. Uh, Valdez uh, Scandling also is a guy that perhaps deeper leagues or in your daily fantasy league you want to roll the dice because you've got to throw the ball to somebody. Uh, I'll still take Aaron Rodgers. He's Mike Carmen. I'm Dan Beyer. This is Fox Football Fantasy, coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. If you ever miss the show, just download it on iTunes. Subscribe to Fox Sports Radio Weekends. That's where you can download it every single week. It's a battle of three and one teams in the AFC, but one team's a phony and one's for real. We'll decipher next year on Fox Football Fantasy. Fox Football Fantasy here on Fox Sports Radio. So glad you are with us on our first October Sunday of the National Football League season. He is Mike Carmen, giving you all the answers here and on Twitter at Swollen Dome. I'm at Dan Beyer on Fox. Find me on Twitter at Dan. I'm Dan Beyer. Find me on Twitter at Dan Beyer on Fox. Trust me, I'll get my name right. This is what happens when weddings serve you the main course at 1030 at night. That's really hard, yeah, yeah. man. Did you think about going to get a burrito or a burger or something at some point? Oh, it was a good time. Just like I was, all right, I guess this is it, 10 o'clock. Nope, there's more coming out. I would say this. And it was this, good. It was really good. This is really one of the times for your advantage that you don't drink, Dan. <laughs> when you're at a true. wedding reception. Yeah. I mean, in general, I mean, whatever. It's 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 your, your, your choice and whatever. But normally at wedding receptions, Folks lose track of how many they may have had. That dinner true. hasn't come out. That could have ended <laughs> in a hugely. I mean, you could have been dancing in the fountain. Dan. No one, no one was passed out before the beef and chicken were served <laughs> last night at ten thirty. Thank goodness. Uh, speaking of goodness, there sure some was some goodness in week four from one Mike Harmon as we set up the greatness from a week ago in Mike Harmon's greatest hits. How about Kerryon Johnson? First 100-yard rusher, as you know, 70 games for the Detroit Lions going up against Dallas. Talk about Sean Lee not being there. Means they're going to run the ball. First and goal from the Cowboy 8. Stafford, long count. Takes the direct snap, gives the carry-on, running right, got the edge, carry-on five, head down at the three, fighting at the two, into the end zone, touchdown Detroit Lions! Trey Burton going up against Tampa Bay, five targets a game for him. Uh, Tampa Bay already has given up 329 receiving yards to opposing tight ends. Play fake to Howard on the snap. Trubisky sets the throw, going deep. He's got Trey Burton down the sideline, makes it in the end zone. Touchdown. Perfectly thrown ball. He ran underneath it. The defender fell down inside the 10. He had a wide open. Strike to Trey Burton. Touchdown, Bears, in the lead. 6 zip. 
true contrarian, Derek Carr. Ooh. People forgetting that the Raiders have actually played some pretty good football. Carr, who's in the gut. He has three receivers. He's going to throw it. Comes back to the right. Has time. Touchdown! Goes to Amari Cooper in the middle of the field. And that's what the doctor ordered. Mike Harmon's greatest hits from week four in the National Football League. Thank you. Thank All you, right. thank you. Good work. Good work. We're going to reveal our mystery man in about five minutes or so. But right now, we head to the great state of Alabama. With a quarterback question for one Mike Harmon, we say good morning to B.A. Morning, B.A. How's it doing this Sunday? <laughs> oh, the- oh. <laughs> Isn't that defense? It's embarrassing. Tua, you know. I, I tweeted yesterday that Tua had a completion average of 30, 33.4 yards per completed pass was the average. This, <laughs> threw for 334 yeah. yards yesterday and completed 10 passes. Amazing. Well, I, I was hoping that LSU would be a good game because we go on the road to play them. But uh, after yesterday, I don't know. I mean, but whatever. I'm not here to talk college football, even though I love <laughs> Alabama. Roll Tide, America. But... Uh, you failed hey, to hey, cover you know, the number, though, B.A., so, I mean, batters are starting to get mad. <laughs> Nick Saban, but, I mean, the batters are starting to hate him. Yeah, well, that's weird, uh, Mr. Dome, that, uh, you know, you your opponent scores 30 points and you still win by 30 points. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> scary world we're living in. <laughs> no that, question about Al- it. Alabama, Alabama football in 2018. Hey, what's your quarterback dilemma? I've got, I've got uh, Andy Doolin Dalton and Captain Kirk Cousins. I'm trying to figure out them. I've got Aaron Rodgers, but I don't really don't want to start him today. So I'm really looking at Cousins or Dalton today. And I also have uh, questions uh, about my running backs. Uh, if you could rank them for me. Uh, load. Go ahead. Uh, Derek Rolltide, Roll Henry. Uh, Dion Jerry Lee Lewis, uh, Aaron Velvet Jones, and all Fred Morris. If you could rank those for me and answer my question, and, and I mean, is a Green Bay uh, wide receiver worth starting today? I'm just, I'm just asking. And hey, John Cougar Mellencamp is 67. Wow! <laughs> yeah. How about yeah. that? John Cougar Mellencamp is 67, and Rachel McAdams, love of my life, lover, lover, lover. We'll look to hug her. She's 42 years old. Uh, anyway, I always listen to the show. I love y'all. Uh, Roll Tide, America. Bye. Thanks, B.A. Be good. Uh, in, in five minutes, we'll need a little rain on the scarecrow. Uh, <laughs> blood on the plow. Uh, there you go. Uh, Devontae Adams expected to go. So, yes, get, you can still a number two in your lineup, even if banged up. Uh, you roll the dice that he finds his way into pay dirt. Uh, Jimmy Graham, obviously, your other play at wide receiver. As far as ranking the running backs, let's start from the back end first. Give me Aaron Jones, then Lewis, then Henry, and Morris. I want no part of the latter two, uh, if I can help it. And then starting, I've got Cousins just a couple of slots higher than Andy Dalton. You like Ryan Tannehill this week is maybe a sleeper in I that do. Bengals-Dolphins game. That's the 3 and one game I alluded to today. I don't think that the Dolphins are great. I did. We, we did our, I, You guys didn't know this. We did our preseason picks on the show here of division winners, and I picked the Steelers. 
It was a week before the season started. Then I changed like midweek. I'm like, there's no way with all the drama. So I went with the Bengals. I'm believing in the Bengals who are three and one with three out of their first four on the road. So you've gotten a Bengals team that's now going to have a nice home schedule the rest of the season. But you got Gio Bernard that's out two to four weeks. Joe Mixon's just coming back. He just lost Tyler Eifert. Maybe things not going as well as maybe would be perceived for the Cincinnati Bengals. A.J. Green battled through last week. Remember, he was a questionable tag going in, catches the yeah. game winner. Tyler Boyd's been a fantastic find. Yeah. We've talked about him quite a bit going back to the preseason as that number two option. Uh, you look at Bernard going out, so Mixon comes back. A lot of moving parts along the way, and they get perfect back on the defensive side of things post-suspension. But I think Miami being uh, given – well, not not really a lot of a, a lot of chance by by most in this game. Over under sitting at forty eight and a half. So points are coming from somewhere. Dolphins missing Hayes, missing some uh, punch in that pass rush. So certainly that's a problem there. But looking for Kenny Stills, looking uh, for Drake, looking for uh, Grant, looking for guys to make plays downfield. And that's why I, I think for Tannehill, you you have a shot here for this to open up and be a little bit of a shootout for the. The Bengals, 24 fantasy points per game allowed to opposing quarterbacks, nine touchdowns, just three picks. So while they, they may win shootouts, they're, they're still getting into shootouts. The Dolphins do lead the league in uh, forced turnovers as well, nine takeaways so far. I'm not a huge believer in the Dolphins. I believe more in Cincinnati, and, and I should rephrase what I said. I believe that the Bengals are are a pretty good team. There may be some mm-hmm. flaws with that, that squad. I'm not trying to downplay them. The point that I was making was, they're three and one. They've got a favorable home schedule coming up, but and you get Joe Mixon back, but you just lost Tyler Eifert, who's been banged up throughout his career, but he's done for the season after that, that tough injury last week. Gio Bernard, as I mentioned, out two to four weeks, and and a defense that does give up some points. I'm really curious. This is one of my favorite games of the week, right? As much as we talk about Atlanta, Pittsburgh, and the the battle for for Texas and in the planet Houston gets a lot of love. And certainly here in Los Angeles, people are ready to drink to each mention of a fight uh, <laughs> in the crowd as Oakland invades uh, StubHub Center with the Chargers. Like the, the Miami-Cincinnati game, not just because they're both 3-1, it's just at this point we're still trying to figure out who those two teams are, right? You yeah. pick the Bengals. I had picked the Ravens, also sitting at 3-1, and one, just – Thinking yeah. that bringing in Crabtree and John Brown, who was a guess at the mystery man, uh, again, uh, that there would be enough there. Still waiting for Collins to assert himself as the number one running back uh, alongside, you know, some of our, our heroes. But, you know, Joe Flacco playing some good football in that Miami-Cincinnati game. One I think folks should watch. And they should also head over to Geico right now because there's a quick way you can save money by switching to Geico. Go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you can save 15% or more on your car insurance. We talked a lot about Carlos Hyde earlier and the Browns uh, for the Ravens. Today, as you mentioned, Alex Collins will play. Jimmy Smith comes back from his four-game ban. And and uh, Hayden Hurst, I almost said Hunter. The uh, Hunter Hayden, Hurst Helmsley? Yeah, 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 I almost went Triple H. Yeah! Hayden Hurst makes his Ravens debut today at tight end. So we know how much they love the the tight end Baltimore. You get another one now alongside Mark Andrews as well. So look for that for the Ravens today as they take on the Cleveland Browns coming up at 1 o'clock Eastern time. I feel like I need to just walk around like with my chest inflated, like I'm all, like I'm Triple H. 
the rest of the day, because that's what he does, right? Yes. He has that big pose. You can where he spit out water, up. yeah, as well, yeah. when you enter the ring. Start, start walking down the street and just spitting water. What? Maybe we'll, I'm, I'm impersonating my favorite WWE star. We'll do that next week as we start the show, when, when we bring you in with the <laughs> grand entrance, as we like to do. It is Fox Football <laughs> Fantasy. He's Mike Carmen. I'm Dan Bayer, coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Coming up next, is this the day that Eli rights his wrongs? We'll tell you after Brian Fenley gets us caught up to date on some injury news and what else is happening in the world of sports. Good morning, Brian. Good morning, guys. A couple NFL injury nuggets to get to as we zero in on that 1 p.m. Eastern kickoff. Jaguars without running back Leonard Fournette, who has been ruled out due to a hamstring injury. Panthers tight end Greg Olson is still out with a broken foot, but NFL Network's Ian Rappaport reporting Olson could be healthy enough to go by next week. Online car shopping can be confusing, but not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car. So visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. MLB playoff notes, the Yankees beating the Red Sox last night to even their series at one. Astros powering past the Indians. Houston up two games to none there. And then two MLB playoff games today. Rockies at Brewers at 437 Eastern on MLB Network. And Dodgers at Braves at 807 Eastern on Fox Sports 1. And look, Dan, your Brewers, they're going to pull know. off that sweep. I know. It's a it's a big day, but this is this has happened before. Years back when they made it, they uh, jumped out to a nice 2-0 lead against the Diamondbacks and then had to play in a game five. But let's hope they can take care of business today and let those Dodgers and Braves play a little bit while longer. That's just that's an editorial comment that's a, the columnist in me. <laughs> totally one-sided as a fan, but we'll see what happens today with the Brew Crew. Thank you very much, Brian. This is Fox Football Fantasy. He's Mike Harmon. I'm Dan Beyer coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. The G-Men, the New York Giants, go to Carolina to take on the Panthers today. Giants getting some guys back, others remaining out. No Evan Ingram still out with that knee injury. Olivier Vernon still remains out. Eli Apple does come back for the Giants today to play corner. Snacks Harrison also back on that defensive line. They've got a matchup against the Panthers and Cam Newton today at 1 o'clock Eastern. Much being made about the deep ball and Odell Beckham speaks and everything. The sky is falling. Guy can't express his opinion anymore if you're in a locker room because <laughs> you're all automatically, oh, look, he hasn't changed. He's a jerk, and he's bringing this team down. It's like, no, they're not attempting passes beyond 20 yards. Was he lying? Right? Odell Beckham Jr. didn't say anything that wasn't sure. true, whether you like it or not. He wasn't a diva, hey, just throw the ball up and, and let's be dangerous. No, he was just stating fact, and everybody got upset. So this is another contrarian play from the fantasy angle. Eli Manning in most rankings sitting down in those mid-20s, sitting in the Sam Darnolds of the world. I, I like a, a little bit of a breakout here. I think this one could open up a little bit because you've got some issues defensively for the Giants. They don't get after it. Offensive line is still putrid for them. Uh, but Saquon Barkley, uh, a bit of a uh, contributor as a receiver thus far. We talk about the 100-yard games week in, week out. I think for Odell Beckham Jr., this is where he finds Pater. Not quite sure what the scheme is that draws him open, but I think this is one that we we get a little more. The over-under total sitting at either 43.5 or 44, depending on where you are. I'm going to take the over. I'm, I'm thinking this one's 
a little more exciting uh, for your entertainment dollar. Numbers start out at seven. Some places it's down to six in favor of the Panthers today, home to the New York Giants. It's time to reveal our mystery man of week five in the National Football League. Sixth-year veteran, right, with only two players from his school to be drafted into the NFL since he was drafted, correct? Correct. 86% of the targets uh, he's caught. Yep. And then the final clue was, I forgot to write it down. I'm sorry, guys. It's totally my error. That's E-me. The final clue. Final clue went back to his college days of being the leading receiver. Yeah. 119 receptions. Start of the Senior Bowl. Yeah, big big Senior Bowl, big uh, all-star week for him, no question about it. And so the answer to be revealed is... Superstar Vance McDonald. Vance McDonald, all right. There we go. From the Rice Owls, if you go into the Rice Owls draft history, you find that, well, there's not a lot of them. Uh, 2015, Christian Covington drafted in the sixth round by the Texans, defensive tackle. 2014, you had Philip Gaines drafted uh, defensive back by the Kansas City Chief in the third round. Otherwise, you go back to 2013, two tight ends drafted out of Rice. Luke Wilson yes. and Vance McDonald. Yeah, all right. There it is. You know, I got to see Colin Hay last week. Oh, did you? He was part of Ringo's All-Star Band. Oh, nice. And he sang this. And you know what? My 10-year-old knew every word. <laughs> yeah! Oh, good work. Fox Football Fantasy here on Fox Sports Radio. Cardinals and Niners today. Yeah! Cardinals are looking for their first yes! win of the season. I'm jacked no- up about this one, Dan. <laughs> There's no Jimmy Garoppolo. This will be seen by uh, three people. Yeah, I was going to say. CJ Beathard's family. Of the, oh, the Hawkeyes will pay attention, right? <laughs> that's, that's Celebrating true. Floyd of Rosedale, and then they'll celebrate Kittle. This and one's Beathard. on Fox Sports 11 today. <laughs> no, the uh, Cardinals and 49ers playing at 425 Eastern time. Good news if you're a Cardinals fan or at least someone who has David Johnson on their fantasy team. Last week against the Seahawks, the first time this year that he's totaled over 100 yards from scrimmage in a game. Uh, you've got uh, Matt Breida, who's going to go today, we expect, despite being questionable, has a shoulder injury. Cardinals and Niners from Santa Clara. Well, we get both the running backs in. Breida must play. Arizona, the most generous to opposing running backs, at nearly 32 fantasy points per game. San Francisco sitting down there. Uh, they've given up the 10th most fantasy points to opposing running backs. Uh, you're looking at uh, over 30, 35 receptions already for 269 yards. So PPR leagues, you're feeling Pretty good about David Johnson's efforts uh, coming up today. You finally can feel like you can play him, right? He's been sure. difficult even as a, a second running back watching the, both the play of the offensive line, bad quarterback play, Larry Fitzgerald banged up. Who else you got? So for David Johnson, it's been a tough go. For David Johnson owners, when you t- rolled the dice back in week one, remember talking to a couple of insiders that saw the over-under for his rushing yards at 900 and were salivating. <laughs> That's a That's long, amazing. long time yeah. to go at this point. Yeah, yeah. The Cardinals and Niners playing today. The Niners, George Kittle, a guy that you've been trumpeting for, for a while last week, had a breakout game, six catches, 125 yards, and a TD. I revealed some Jared Cook stats earlier. George Kittle, fifth amongst all tight ends and targets so far this season. Those so, are the yeah. two plays this week. Ricky Seals-Jones and, and, and George Kittle. I mean, Sam, our, our technical producer, all excited because we just talked Iowa football. If if the 49ers aren't selling Kittlecorn 
at their stadium <laughs> by now, they are missing out big time. Let's get those custom bags made and printed, Sam. <laughs> we can be in San Francisco oh. before kickoff. Let's go. Doesn't Do Kittle, it. doesn't Kittle corn just sound delicious? Hey, uh, we've got uh, a George Kittle question. Yeah, Jeremy, buddy. Jeremy Dietz tweets in, uh, George Kittle or Jordan Reed? Ooh, Jordan Reed. He's healthy. So healthy and coming off a bye. I've got Reed a couple of slots higher, although I love me some George Kittle. He takes a backseat today. In a PPR league, Jive Turkey tweets in, Adrian Peterson, Buck Allen, or Tyreek Hill? Is there even is there even a question? Don't you want to play Tyreek Hill every week, or is Jacksonville – too tough of a matchup. I love me some touches over targets, but I don't know how much Peterson or Buck Allen's going to touch the ball. So I go with Tyreek Hill, and I roll the dice on my big hit. And we got a couple of more. Oh, I love I love these questions with guys who you think are supposed to start, like Pat Mahomes. Pat Mahomes seems to be a starter every single week, but in that game with Jacksonville, R&R tweets in, Cam Newton or Pat Mahomes. Cam Newton, give me my 50 yards rushing. Give me a bad Giants defense. Still no Vernon. He was back on the practice field, but doesn't get back into the game. Uh, I'll take my my opportunity, especially because Christian McCaffrey is going to catch 10 balls or more out of the backfield and an awful lot of yak yes. going on there. Yuck, 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 exactly. Yuck, yuck. You ought to know by now. The uh Browns and Ravens playing today. Stacy's got Mike Williams or Antonio Callaway of the Browns. Mike Williams, of course, of the L.A. Chargers going up against the Raiders. We are going to go with the better matchup, and we're going to look at Mike Williams. Even though there's other mouths to feed in that Chargers offense, uh, I'll take my shot there as opposed to hoping that Baker Mayfield finds pay dirt against Baltimore. As you mentioned earlier, Dan, Jimmy Smith coming back. Baltimore right now looking at 19th best against opposing wide receivers and only giving up 12 fantasy points per game to opposing quarterbacks. Tough game in the offing for Baker Mayfield. He's Mike Harmon. I'm Dan Beyer. This is Fox Football Fantasy coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. It's an interesting state of affairs in the National Football League. Some more than others. What am I talking about? Well, we'll reveal next year on Fox Football Fantasy. This program brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Last year, over 3 million drivers switched to Progressive. Call 1-800-PROGRESSIVE or visit Progressive.com today and find out if you could save. We feud in a sec here on Fox Football Fantasy. He's Mike Harmon. I'm Dan Bayer. Broncos and Jets today, 1 o'clock Eastern time. Been getting some Quincy and Nunwa questions as he'll play today. No Tremaine Johnson for the Jets. The corner ruled out. Cortland Sutton was one of your hot plays that yeah. you had for the Broncos, but Broncos and Jets today from MetLife Stadium. Quincy and Nunwa. Yes. Uh, as in none. Not in your lineup. Leave him out. See, I'm going to steal your punniness for a moment, Dan. I'm going to borrow. I'll give it right back. You can have it right back. Uh, But, yeah, no better than a low-end number three. I can't trust Sam Darnold against that defense. This is one where, as much as you might have hated the final quarter and a half watching what 
uh, Mahomes was able to do after early success from Denver. This is where Von Miller and company feast. They're a must-play defensively for you this week. We're going to differ. Uh, well, not fantasy-wise. I just don't believe in Denver right now as a team, as a whole. Not saying that you do or don't believe no, in no. them, but as a whole, I'm just not a not a believer right now in what the Broncos have. Oh no, I, I don't know that picking the game is is one that I necessarily want to do. It's basically yeah. pick them. Yeah, uh, as you go through, but. Uh, I, I certainly don't believe in Sam Darnold and that offense to to really do a whole lot. This could be a field goal kicking contest when it's all said and done. Would you play a bill today? No. There you go. Zero bills. Zero bills in your lineup. Let's play the feud. This is Fox Football Fantasy of the Fox family today, made up of Mike Harmon, Ryan Dennis, Sam Kinsley, and Brian Fenley. As top seven answers are on the board, guys, the clue is states... We're, well, hold on. I think today could be a perfect game. Okay, I think today could be a perfect game. No pressure, guys. States where multiple NFL teams play their home games. Okay, top seven answers on the board. States where multiple NFL teams play their home games. Is it clear enough? Let's start with Mike Harmon. Three strikes available and a pass. Again, I think a perfect game could be in order. Let's start with Mike Harmon. New Jersey. Oh, the great state of New Jersey. I got the Jets and Giants not to be tricked by the New York portion of it. Show me Jersey. There they are. They're both teams in. Over to Ryan Dennis. How about the state we're sitting in right now? California. California's got a bunch of NFL teams. Show me California. There it is. Two for two. Of course, you've got the Rams and Chargers. Raiders, and at least for a couple of more years, we think, or the 49ers, at least for a couple more years, we've got the Raiders. Over to Sam Kinsley. Uh, Texas. Texas. The reason this question was posed today, you've got the Cowboys taking on the Texans tonight. Show me old Texas. There they are. A couple of teams there. Over to the update desk and Brian Fenley. How about Florida? Florida, of course. The Bermuda Triangle of NFL teams. Show me Florida. All right, guys. Four for four. I'm telling you. A perfect game. Don't jinx it. Maybe I shouldn't say it. Four for four. States where multiple NFL teams play their home games. Over to Mike Harmon. Fox Football Fantasy. Reminder brought to you by Discover Card. We treat you like you'd treat you. Discover Card and Fox Football Fantasy. Uh, Welcome aboard. Uh, I'm going to go to the great state. Of Ohio. Oh, oh, hi. Oh, yes, the Bengals and Browns playing home games today in Cincinnati and Cleveland over to Ryan Dennis. The great state of Pennsylvania. Of course, an Eagles fan, you would have to know that right on the tip of your tongue. Show me the Quaker state. There it is. All right, the perfect game is still intact. The pass has disappeared. The pass is gone. It's up to Sam Kinsley. To complete the perfect game, states where multiple NFL teams play their home games. Boy, I'm really drawing a blank now. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Mm. by the way, this aside from the Cowboys Texans matchup of being tonight, this also this last one was the one where I thought, okay, if there's going to be a perfect game ruined, this is going to be it. All right, Sam, you've got five seconds for an answer. Otherwise, we'll have to give you a strike. Time is running out. I, I'm just blanking. Oh, yeah. oh, oh no. Got to throw up the axle, Des Bryant. 
Oh, time's up. Over to Brian Fenley. Brian. You know, guys, I'm also drawing a blank, a blank, but, you know, I was hoping the great state of Maine, but I don't think I'm correct. <laughs> hey, for the heck of it, show me Maine. <laughs> oh, oh, the uh, two downtown stadiums in Portland. Uh, why why are we all drawing a blank now? <laughs> States where, yes, two States. teams. Yes. You guys are going to kick yourself. Ryan Dennis, do you know this? It's it's still throwing a blank all as right. well. You guys are going to kick yourself. Yeah, we're no, we're we're all going down. <laughs> right. The perfect game. Oh wait. Do, do you want to what? Brian, sorry, uh, uh, sorry. Sorry, Maine uh, was the guest. Uh, yes. <laughs> Over to Mike Harmon, the final answer. I don't know. What am I why am I missing? I got New Jersey, California, Texas, Florida, Ohio. Pennsylvania and five, four, three, I Missouri two, anymore. one. Oh, guys, show me number seven. Maryland, oh. the Ravens and the Redskins playing their oh, home no. games oh. in Maryland. That's where the Reds. Oh. How can you forget about Maryland? Because we wanted to send them to D.C. <laughs> oh, the state of affairs, not good. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.